All right, welcome back for another episode of the Real Estate Huddle. Um, we are, again, as just an intro, since this is only our second episode, we're our, our real estate team here in the Denver metro area. Um, and we love talking about, I mean, this is something we're passionate about, is helping people save money as they're buying homes. And so there's tons of awesome programs out there that you can take advantage of. We know the topic this last year has been interest rates and how high they've gotten. Um, it's all about perception because the average rate over the last 50 years is 7.6%. However, it feels really high when rates for about a decade were in the in the threes and twos sometimes. So um, we're, we're going to talk about how you can still make it and still have a payment that that you know you can live with in in this market today. So a couple things that that you should know of is is there are some really cool first time home buyer programs out there where you can take advantage and get some free money, like some grants that, that the government's just willing to give you. Um, and so a couple of them are income restricted, and and we've got some great mortgage pros that we've partnered with that that can give you a lot deeper dive on on this stuff, uh, particular to like different counties and that sort of a thing. But there are a couple first-time homebuyer programs called Chaffa from Colorado Housing and then Denver DPA, um, which are two great programs. One of them gives you a 4% grant, um, and, and you could actually either go with a, an FHA government loan or a conventional loan product. Um, and that serves really well because how many times have we showed houses, you guys, and the condo community won't allow FHA loans, right? Too often. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of a stopping point. And so the fact that Chaffa allows you to go conventional too makes, makes more options available for you. And so that's a really good program. And so Chaffa is about 4% is what they give you in, in grant money um, for your down payment. So that you don't have to pay that. We've seen, and then DPA is, is up to 5% grant um, that's funded by, by the state. So What is DPA? DPA is is a, just another grant program for for first time home buyers and and it's um it's it's through Denver and so it's it's a, a quiz. state round. Well, well yeah. just for if anybody doesn't know that's mm -hmm. down payment assistance right yep, yep. so it's if you exactly. don't have the money saved up for your down payment they can help you with a grant for that yeah but Denver Metro has a local program mm -hmm. with, for a down payment assistance program if if for some reason the other one doesn't work yep. Yeah, and it's just free money. I mean, we've the cool thing is we've seen um, buyers literally close a house and bring a check for a thousand dollars, or their earnest money check was already three thousand, and they get a check back at closing for two thousand. Yeah, those are the best ones so, when they walk away with a check. Yeah, yeah. and the so, house. Yeah, like myth, right? You need a ton of money to buy a house. No, not true. You can buy a house with a thousand bucks as a first time home buyer. And we and, and the coolest part about this market right now is there's so much opportunity to negotiate, right? And, and try to ask for the sellers to contribute towards your closing costs. Where a year ago, were we doing that? Actually, a year ago, we might have been. <laughs> yeah. How about... How about run by too fast since Six, COVID? seven months ago. Yeah, no, we were not doing that. We've been, we've been talking for how long about it. It's not really a buyer's market. It kind of feels at times like it is a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much because there's not so much inventory, but the leverage you have as a buyer, it's been, it's been a fun way to learn yeah. more because when you, you get you know, $15,000 towards a 2-1 buy-down, yeah. someone's going to talk about that. It's, it's much easier to help buyers in this market, just in general. But on the finance end, I mean, with concessions like 2-1 buy-downs, which we'll talk about in a bit, but um, and then just the amazing programs that we have, whether it's FHA, down payment assistance, all the way over to like USDA loans, like 
there's a lot of cool programs that I don't think a lot of people know about. So this is our opportunity and your opportunity to, <laughs> to figure out what's I, best for I you. I say a lot. I think we know a lot, but we know lenders who know a lot more. Two one buy down. I think we're confusing the heck out of people. Hoobity what What is that? Here's a two one buy down. So two one buy down is a chance to buy down your interest rate. Two points the first year. So instead of seven point two, it's five point two, which saves you know how many have we done. It's usually. Let me keep. Let me. Uh, I've got a calculator Depend, for it. Yeah, it depends on the price of the yeah. home and the scenario. We could have Spencer run like an imaginary scenario. Let's right run. Now sounds, expensive. sounds expensive. Sounds expensive. It's not expensive. So. Well, who pays for it? Here's the catch, Chad. Tell him the catch. But who pays for it? The catch is, well, not always, <laughs> but usually it's the seller that's paying for it because that's the balance of the market now. I've done it the other way where. They simply paid more than the asking price in exchange for that. So we got our asking price, and they still get the benefit of two points at one point. It's a very valuable tool. What you say so, is the stat was a month ago, 60% of the transactions involved. In the Denver metro area are, are having a 2-1 buy-down, right? So that that is just huge. And just to <clears> define <throat> it, right, buyer writes an offer with their agent, um, asking for the seller to contribute roughly 2.25% of the loan amount towards closing costs, right? Seller contributes a concession is what we call it towards their closing costs. And that allows the buyer to buy the rate down temporarily 2% for the first year and 1% for the second year. So that is an awesome program. And the reason why is because rates are, are a little inflated right now due to, to inflation and also some other factors in the market. And so we're, we're in a pretty good belief that, you know, based on what economists are saying, that in a year or two years, rates will be different. They'll come down and they'll be lower and you'll have an opportunity to refi um, to a 30-year fixed rate, which is going to be amazing, right? And, but in the meantime, why pay a higher rate if sellers are willing to buy that rate down for you? So let, do you pay that refinance yourself? Yeah, so that's the other awesome thing about this program. You know the answer, Jackson. He's like smirking when he asks the question. All right, so just, what happens there? Just say it, Jackson. Yeah, just well, say it. So yeah you quizzed me thing. earlier. I'm quizzing yeah. you now. <laughs> that money that you're getting essentially for you for free from the seller stays in an escrow account, and whatever is left over at the time that you go to refinance, you can put the seller's money towards your own refinance. It's true cash. Yeah. yeah. So can you refinance before, let's say you only have it for one year, could you mm -hmm. refinance after one year? Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. So let's say like the seller contributed $15,000 for you to buy the rate down for two years, right? And you use one year of that, then chances are you still have like, you know, five to seven or $8,000 left in that account. Mm -hmm. That will just be reduced from your principal balance when you go to refinance the, the loan. The next year so that's i mean you don't lose that money that money that's contributed by the seller you're saving monthly and then you're saving in bulk when you refi and so on the topic of saving let's let's put this into some real numbers so let's say average home price right now we're probably looking at six six fifty maybe so we'll put that as your new loan amount let's just say your new loan mm -hmm. so your new loan means after your down payment so your new loan is 650 and that's what you base the concessions on or that 2-1 buy down from the seller. And let's say we're at what are our rates at today? I saw I saw 6.87. We're going to go on the high side. We'll do 7%. Um 
on a 30-year loan, obviously. So like we mentioned, 2-1 buy-down, first year is going to be a 2 point or a, uh, excuse me, a 2% decrease that first year. So you're at a 5% rate, which would make your monthly saving $835 per month. Okay, hold on. So that's monthly, but you put that in to 12 months, you're at $10,000, $10,021 a year for that year saved. Dang. Okay. So you could get let's, let's say things at the dollar store. And let's, <laughs> let's say you, the refi market hasn't hit below five yet. Okay. So you go to your next year, which it bumps up to 6%. You bump up another 400 bucks maybe. So you're still saving a month, $427 about, which is a savings over the total year of $5,128. That's huge. So Huge savings when you have a two-one buy down, and the great part, like we mentioned before, we are coming to a refi market. It's inevitable, right? Yeah. They will drop, and we're hoping, and they drop within the next two years below five. We're not sure; we don't have a crystal ball, but this gives you the opportunity to be a little bit more comfortable, save money at no cost to you in this market. Um, typically, most two-one buy downs are required that the seller pays for it, so it's all on the seller's dime, and you save a bunch of money in the process. And if you have an awesome realtor, they can negotiate that for you. That's right. <laughs> yep. All Jackson's friends, all his Gen Z friends be like, sheesh. <laughs> that's the timing we're in. Balance that we have somewhat depressed prices, which is simply lack of inventory and demand on both sides. Mm -hmm. Plus the ability to get this down. It's like a perfect storm for the buyer. If yeah. And all these vehicles allow you to get in with less money mm -hmm. down, but. It's pretty, pretty awesome. I know, I know I'm talking a lot, but can I mention a few other programs that we have? Well, Unless we you guys have it. programs. We will allow I it. have one thing to add. Kristen. I did want to mention you are approved for the percent, which is 7% or 6 point whatever, point. right? Mm -hmm. So I did want to talk about that because I think that's important for people to know. So that being said, you can't afford the house because you'll be approved to afford the house. So then on top of that, this is just even more savings. Um Correct. 100%. So yeah, when a lender runs the numbers, your debt to income ratio, they're running it on the full 7%. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting approved for something that you can't pay for two years down the road. That's a good point. Okay. Great point, Kristen. One point before you move on to one. There actually is a three, three, two, one, three year, three year. Yep. But the requirement, we learned this on the last transaction we did, is the, the percentage of the concessions you get from the seller cannot exceed 3% of the total loan amount or the mm -hmm. purchase price, one or the other. Yep. There are limitations that you have to fit in. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Spencer, what are some of these awesome programs? I have one that I don't think you're going to know about, but I'll let you <laughs> shoot first. And then, uh, I'll okay. So um, as a team, we all are part of this, but uh, we as a team, and me personally, individually, I love working with first responders, military um, teachers, medical professionals, dentists, all that kind of stuff. We, we love working with those people that give us so much. So we have some pretty cool programs when it comes to the financing side. And we partner with some great um, lenders that make it so much easier for you on the closing cost side. Totally. Um, Shout out to Brian Jensen. Yeah, Brian yeah. Jensen. He's He's a a, he is a stud. Yep. But what these programs do is it eases that burden of the closing costs. So um, 
and and it's that there's no catch for you it's a true give back program that we're all a part of and um for example i worked with uh, a doctor she she's amazing um she was also um, a military medic uh she's a really high up and high ranking in the military and uh she not only qualified for the va she was a doctor as well so she could have gone either route, but she had a VA loan that she had never used before. So she used the VA loan, which is another great program if you can use that. No money um, down. No money down. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then on top of that, this program that's added to that, the Nightingale program um, or chalkboard or whatever it is, um, depending on who you're working with. But this one in particular, we um, as agents give back part of our compensation which is $1,500, unless it's below $500,000, $1,500 towards your closing costs. And then the lender gives 1% of the new loan towards closing costs, and which almost takes, I think, all the closing costs away, almost in, in most cases. So huge, um, huge um, opportunity. Not a lot of people know about it. We love to share that information. A lot of people think it's too good to be true, but it truly is just yeah. our way of saying thank you and so pretty awesome. We're all a part of it, and, and we love being a part of it. It's yep. a good option for people. Absolutely. And we did, real quick, we're just going to segue from all the numbers talk because the first episode we talked about areas and fun locations and all that. I feel like we're losing everybody that's not into the numbers. So <laughs> I try quick, not to say any just numbers. Just a quick segue. No, no, you're fine. But the, one thing that makes our team unique, I feel like, is the fact that we, we have a lot of diversity in age on our team. And, and that's the cool thing. <laughs> What? We're not looking at you, Chad. Yeah. Chad is super old. But, but here's, the, here, here's the cool thing. Like I, I graduated 03 um, from Dakota High School here in Littleton. So I'm, I am a millennial, but on the older side of the millennials, right? We've got some, a few team members that are like right in the thick of the millennial range. Kim, who's not here, Kristen and Spencer no. um, are right there. And then we've got a Gen Zer on our team. Yeah. That's like, if you don't want to work with an old Fuddy-duddy. Do <laughs> <laughs> you even know what a fuddy-duddy is? Or just um, look at the hair. If you want to work with someone It's a good quiz them. question. So, like, Jackson and all his homies, they, they, what do you guys do? Like, you guys do fight nights, right? Stuff yeah. like that? Do you guys yeah. collect Pokemon cards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, personally, back in the day, I collected Pokemon. Yeah, yeah I, I'm into, you know, fighting, UFC, so we'll watch UFC. We like to go out. Um, in Denver, there's a lot of great, you know, bars and not really clubs, but <laughs> there's a lot of places to go, a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, I think Denver is a great place, um, for young people to be in. And if you are moving here and looking, I definitely am happy with my clients to kind of help plug them into social stuff as well, mm-hmm. um, as helping them on the home side. So, yeah. And not only does Jackson have a great radio voice, but he is like an encyclopedia <laughs> of knowledge. Yeah. And I would not know about the Gen Z population if I didn't have Jackson have around me. My house, but so it's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you get all your information is via, I just, yeah. I don't know how you just uh, retain all of it. Yeah. Well, well this, how to use the internet better yeah. than us older <laughs> folks. I, I, I'm, no, I'm we, a millennial. That's the hold up, part. Hold up. This is le- <laughs> we are legit because Brock, who's not here, who's also on our team, is a Gen X. On the, yeah. on the bottom side of Gen X. Wow. He's a Gen X. But then, you are you Gen top? X? Would you say, uh-huh. I'd say middle, right? You're not the greatest generation. You're not a boomer. We need a birth certificate. I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'm Gen X. Yeah, because my Wait, parents no. are right, right at the the cusp of 
boomer Gen X. I thought our parents were boomers. They technically are. They're, <laughs> okay. Like I said, they're right on that border. My All dad right. was born 63. Mom, 64. Okay. Your, your mom So was... we, we'll call Chad a borderline, borderline <laughs> boomer. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to respect our elders a little more. I'm sorry. We do love having Chad on our team. <laughs> no, but the the perspective that we get, the wisdom that we get from Chad, from like just uh, I think his experience in, in corporate world for a long time. No, for real. Like your your time with Angie's List and which is oh, then yeah. Angie's. Like you spent a lot of time um, working on that side of things. That just helps us get perspective on on how systems work on our team and how how it all comes together and, and then understanding just that next, next generation, like, of, yeah. uh, you know, thinking and, and everything you've been through the, the high interest rates before you've been through a lot of that stuff that we haven't experienced, you know, so much as like a millennials and Gen Z. So it's, it's really cool. I feel like with our team, we have a lot of that balance and perspective and we're able to, to really help and relate to anyone, you know, that we worked, work with. And we have so. awesome parties. Okay. Yeah, and I Killer parties. actually have something which ties back to the generation gap sort of thing. So this is a grant program. I'll let you guys guess it. 40% of people are using this grant program. And for ages 18 to 29, that doubles. 80% of people are wow. using it. Wow. Do you guys know what it is? No. Nobody so. wants to talk about it, but it's the bank of mom and dad. <laughs> people are getting help from their parents and <laughs> the generational difference. So baby boomers, over 65% of them said that they got absolutely no help from their parents. Wow. But like I just said, 80% of young people these days are getting help from their parents. Mm -hmm. So I know it might be an awkward conversation to bring up or to ask, but... It's something that can set you ahead super, super far. So if your parents are willing to help you and polls show that the majority, overwhelming majority are willing to help their kids, it's a great thing. And as a parent, if you want to help your kid, your dollars are going to the maximum benefit if you're helping your kid purchase a home um, opposed to, you know, a car, depreciating asset, big party, you know, whatever else you might want to do for your kid. Yeah. So yeah. Um, people don't want to talk about the bank of mom and dad, but it is something, especially with the younger generation, that I think is a, a key if you do have access to it um, to, to get into home ownership a little bit early and benefit from that. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think like with Jackson, with you being a 22 year old homeowner, right? That's oh, 20. I'm sorry. Just had a birthday. Uh, yeah. So with Jackson, like doing this and now his friends seeing that like he's gone out and taken the step and now his home's appreciated since he bought it and like great things are happening, you know, with, with that, with paying principal down every month and tax savings and all these benefits of homeownership, the, the younger you start, um, the better you will do. And I think any generation here would agree with that, right? That there's just some amazing, um, you know, benefits that you will reap over your life as a homeowner. And so just to bring it back real fast, full circle, um, we didn't talk about VA. So all of our veterans out there, um, just incredible VA program with, with no MI and no down payment. Um, it's just the, the best. MI is mortgage insurance. Yes. Thank you. Um, pri private mortgage insurance. PMI is also used as an abbreviation and that is just foreclosure insurance. 
for banks, basically. When so you have that you pay for. Less than 20% of equity in your home. Correct. With 20% down, you don't have to pay it. But with it less than 20, the bank feels like they're at risk, and so they charge you a premium. Usually, you know, one to 300 and something bucks a month, depending on the loan type. And if so, you're a first-time home buyer, we have a program that might help you avoid that mortgage insurance without having to have 20% down either. Not mine, mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Yeah. If you Don't qualify. And yeah. actually, are you talking about the one percent? Yeah. yeah. So that not even first time home buyer. Anybody. Yep. Anybody can do it. Yeah. It's anybody. Yep. So you, limitations, but yeah, but like it's it's a killer program because it's one percent down at a three fifty loan amount or below. So condo buyers that are like. Uh, you know, just trying to get in your first one bedroom, two bedroom place. There are a ton of options right now of one and two bedroom condos that you can buy in our market for three fifty or less. I was just talking to an agent in our office today. He's got a place three twenty five in Lakewood in Snowbird that is oh, wow. sitting there, two bed, two bath. He hasn't had a showing, um, and and it's like they're right there for the taking. You guys like. There's options that you can negotiate. You can get sellers to pay closing costs typically. Um, There's just a lot of opportunity right now that probably won't be there in the springtime. So that's why we're mentioning all these programs to you so that if you have had any thoughts about buying a house, like jump off the fence. Your payment's going to be a little higher right now, but with a 2-1 buy down and with the way rates are trending, uh, you're going to like what the future looks like if you do that. Not to get into numbers, we said we stayed clear of numbers, but the model that our lender did on a three hundred fifty thousand dollar home is mm-hmm. you're saving one hundred and sixty two bucks a month by not paying private mortgage insurance. That is the yes. Problem. Plus what Spencer talked about as far as the savings on the two one buy down. So if you couple a two one buy down with this one percent down program. I mean, it's it's huge. Average savings it's are a no brainer, honestly. I mean, our window, yeah. like we were talking last week, when rates came down like three quarters of a percent, one percent, like yep, that is probably a good change. Like, yeah. Right now, it's this perfect storm where we have depressed prices. We have all these vehicles to get concessions out of the sellers, the sellers to get into. Yeah, yeah, and that and it won't last. That right. may be a good way to kind of end out, but we are in a market now where we are still seeing. Two one buy downs, so art will go away. And our, I don't know. At least for me, my whole rule is: What are you waiting for? If you have an opportunity to buy a home, you can afford it at the rate you're given. Mm-hmm. What are you waiting for? Well, my rent is three hundred dollars less. Suck it up. <laughs> okay, it's a hundred percent interest. You're never getting that's that. a point. So you, you tell your clients, shut up and listen to me. <laughs> In the nicest way possible, you're making a mistake. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, they don't know who you are yet. But yeah, yeah, that's true. We'll save this, save my personality for another episode. But um, but seriously, if you have opportunity to buy a house right now, you shouldn't be waiting. If you're dragging your feet, you're you're losing money. That's that's what it comes down to. And if you can get in at a seven percent rate, great, because you're going to refi, you're going to save money down down the road and build equity. Yeah, mm-hmm. safest investment you can make is real estate. So, um, and the two one buy down is only going to last so long. Yeah, it's, it's, as, as Chad said. Yeah, I mean it's we're we're getting close to that. Once I, in my prediction, no crystal ball, obviously, but once we get below six and a half, I think we're going to start to see the frenzy begin. 
No what question. We were talking about yesterday. Remember the uh, the adjustable rate mortgage, the ARM, like the naughty word yeah. for the last five years. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah. So bad right about now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. It yeah. It's true. Arms have given people plenty of fright in the past, right? But like they are a different product nowadays. Adjustable so. rate mortgage is an ARM. You know, yeah. I just had a conversation yesterday that all these people get burned because they wrote an adjustable rate mortgage three years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm sorry for that. But now. It's probably a vehicle that's going to get a, good, a lot more play than that. Yeah. yeah, and the reason why is because now they're controlled. Now now they've had regulation on the adjustable rate mortgages to where they're fixed for five years in a 5-1 arm. So 5-1 arm is an adjustable rate mortgage that's fixed for five years, and then it can only change 1% per year after that. So that's why it's a 5-1. There's 7-1 arms. There's 7-2 arms. There's all kinds of different products out there. But bottom line is arms actually tend to go up or down um, based on where the market's at. And so I've, I've actually known people that have had an arm and stuck with it for, for 30 years um, because they're like, yeah, no, it's pretty good rate. It's always right around where the market is, and we don't mind traveling with it a little bit. Um, so that's not for everybody if you have a very fixed income, but they're a better product than they used to be, and you can save. What kind of buyer would that be good for? Someone who is only going to live in their place for about five years or less. That mm-hmm. they can just see the writing on the wall that, hey, we're planning on growing our so family or we're planning on living here for three years and, and moving because of yep. a job. Springboard homes. That's perfect. I mean, you can save a lot on interest just by going with an adjustable rate. I think it's a mortgage for a shortage. So if you have a shortage of time, you're not going to be in the home for a while. It's good. Or if you have a shortage of certainty, you might be moving. You have you know family things, job things going on. I think that's when an arm could be a really good idea for certain people. You better patent that right now. <laughs> Mortgage for shortage. <laughs> That's Jackson Sanborn, everyone. Hey, and a huge shout out to Greg Monsonaris who put that 1% program on the map for us. Um, oh, yeah. He's another one of our mortgage partners. Way That's go, just Greg. awesome. Great to work with. And, and uh, so appreciate him. Thank you for listening the second episode and uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time.